because of one-off thing but yeah yeah what it's that? still a one-off thing um i'm thomas i'm here with ollie as you have heard oh yes and we are looking at a short documentary that was designed to advertise a fan film a fan film that was supposed to come out a long time ago but is currently in development hell thanks to a certain company specifically we're looking at prelude to axanar which is part of the Axanar fan film for Star Trek. For those of you that know, you, you, <laughs> you probably know the story behind this. Um, it was a planned fan film based on the FASA referenced Four Years' War, which was a war between the Klingons and the Federation that took place before the original series of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, which I believe is also referenced in TOS, but FASA filled it out. Um, an old piece of lore and one which has sort of almost been done over now by Discovery. Uh, and it is thanks to Discovery that Paramount didn't take too kindly to this. <laughs> um, checks out, checks out. Although that's saying that Discovery wasn't even really hadn't even really been started it was a concept when this was this was beginning because this was 2014 this was released Mm. (laughs) uh paramount came out with a new guideline for fan film which annoyed a lot of people because at the time a lot of people were doing star trek fan films it was something that Mm. was fairly accessible and fairly easy to do and that killed a lot of projects axanar is still around they're still trying to get something like the original project out to people. Um, they've had mm-hmm. to change a lot of what they're doing, which has caused a lot of issues. Sure. Thankfully, it looks like that might be getting some progress now. However, they did do this amazing documentary, which we're now going to watch. <laughs> um, so yeah, Ollie, not much experience with Star Trek. Obviously, I have nope. a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what you think of it. It's it's done in the documentary style, and we'll see how it goes. So, going on, go three, two, one, go. Mm-hmm. Let me know if I'm getting any feedback from my uh, thing. Because that is... I forgot how loud that was. <laughs> well, it's loud, but it's right. <laughs> and again, this is a fan film. Yeah, it looks pretty good. That person there was in an actual Star Trek series. He was an Enterprise. Oh, cool. Which was the uh, the prequel about how the Federation was formed. Oh, 
Also like how they sneakily put like a part three there to imply uh -huh. this was a series of documentaries. Yeah. The spaceship CGI in this is is also incredible. What's good? Two thousand and four. Two thousand and four. Yeah, two thousand and four. This is when this came out. Damn. See why a lot of people in in this fandom was very excited for this. Mm-hmm. Con, not the other con. <laughs> Why more con? Because it's spelt differently. So there's so many names out there, and you go with Khan again? <laughs> yep. There you go. It's, it's Khan with a H. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. 
all of these battles to some regards, though heavily altered, originated with FASA, which was a hmm. role-playing game, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Or at least a technical handbook which had some role-playing aspects to it. Sure. I mean, like lots of old Star Wars stuff first came out on the RPGs. Mm-hmm. Like Inquisitors and so, I think, started there, didn't they? Yep. Yes, yeah, so Inverness, sacred to the, to the Klingons. Federation had colonized it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. That looks like Thingy's wife from Battlestar Galactica. It does, but it's not. Because <laughs> I don't believe it is. Never mind. Never mind. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. That's I definitely not, her. I, in, in the several times I've watched that, I have not realised that. It's <laughs> cool. Well, that's Kate Vernon, who is in Battlestar Galactica. So you know they had some people behind this now. Oh yeah. That's a reference to Enterprise. Mm. Again, views from Enterprise, and his acquaintance was uh, one of the Andorian captains, Colonel Shram. Mm. That was it. Norsica. Mm-hmm. Marketing class, by the way, looks amazing. Mm. This is particularly impressive because mm. I'll then do the speech because it's a good speech.
So Archer Arena is a place from Enterprise as well. Mm-hmm. Not actually in at the time. There's some tiny whiny stuff involved, but it's. Mm. It's one of the uh, political sort of mm. stadiums. And it's named after the main character from Enterprise. And you see it in Enterprise when he goes into the future. And they got it bang on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, all the lights were turned out because otherwise you'd see all the blaring errors. Mm. But they got it bang on. So they made a warship. Yeah. Which one's the Andorians? Uh, blue antennas. You don't really. Oh yeah. Uh, Jennifer in lower decks. Yep, yep. Andorian. <laughs> Is that just a coincidence? Potentially, but now that I know that Kaylin's in this, I'm not so sure. They've also incorporated aspects from the motion picture, like those pulse phases. Yeah. Which is really nice. He looks familiar too. Probably is. I'll have to search up the uh, cast list for this. What the hell? Okay, no, that that thing Pegasus definitely was um definitely, definitely, definitely was a reference mm-hmm. about Galactica because Tony Todd's in this. Not Tony yeah. Todd, uh, Richard Hatch. Mm. That's Captain Apollo slash Tom Zarek. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Again, as like the face I can tell the face lines are familiar. <laughs> Again, what the hell? (laughs) 
Tony Todd as well, who's in um, Night of the Living Dead mm. and in Next Generation and Deep Space Nine as mm. uh, Kern. Ironically enough, a Klingon. Mm -hmm. Look how that scene was like, eat your heart out, Star Wars. We can do city crash scenes as well. Mm-hmm. You should know the shape of this. It's very famous. This is also very famous, this ship. <laughs> that sounds familiar. That's the classic Klingon ship. And I love the reimagining of it. <laughs> so he still seems bitter, but also they managed to do this like interview, so it's like clearly there's peace now. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It is, yeah. Well, I mean, by next generation, the Klingons and the Federation are allied. Yeah, because we get um, yeah, Pudi Chief knocked out all the time, man. Yeah. But this was done sort of during the Cold War, so the idea is yeah. they might have been able to get one, one or two people in to like do it. Same way you like get it with some Soviet scientists mm. and that type of stuff. Ah, uh, that's a very famous ship right there. <laughs> oh! It's the Enterprise. It's, it is. <laughs> Enterprise isn't a battleship, though, right? No, it's a heavy cruiser. Star Trek, 
like the Federation never uses the term battle battleship or battle cruiser. They always use the term cruiser for their vessels. Sure. Either heavy cruiser, which they use here, or exploration cruiser, which they hilariously use mm-hmm. for the Galaxy class, which is unequivocally a battleship. Mm. <laughs> but no, the Federation calls it an exploration cruiser. Mm-hmm. Klingons, however, do use the term properly. Their D7s were named battle cruisers. It's a nice little bit of nod to real life things because Japan has, by any of the names, hel- helicopter carriers. Mm-hmm. But they insist on calling them <laughs> aircraft. Uh, what was it that they insist on calling it? They insist on calling it something, something like that. Anyway, that's it done now. <laughs> it's just the credits. Yeah, that sucks um, because I really. You know, I, I've enjoyed Lower Decks, and I yeah. appreciate the world-building of Star Trek, but I really don't care that much. But I would so happily watch. Yeah, and that was supposed to be... That. Yeah, that was supposed to be a full-feature movie. Yeah, that'd have been awesome. And they cut it off, and now it's going to really be... That sucks. I, I believe what they've said they're going to try and do is they... Because they don't... You can't go over the 15-minute limit now, which is the most BS thing. So you've got to make it into like yeah. 15 minute episodes. So almost. now it is a series <laughs> and they're going to try and do like 10 things but it's it's all based on Paramount and Paramount has been basically cutting it down because Axanar directly conflicts with Discovery. Yeah. And Discovery is in the Prime Universe which mm-hmm. is annoying because Discovery is I hate to say it because it has done some very good things for Star Trek. Mm-hmm. But it is inferior. <laughs> yeah. It's inferior in, in terms of design. It's inferior in terms of characters. Um, it breaks the law. Mm. Which. That's fun. Like, massively. Everything is misscaled in Discovery as well. You actually have to rectify the scale of Discovery by comparing. Because in season two of Discovery, you get the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get the new size length for the Enterprise, and you actually have to direct compare the Enterprise in the original series and the Enterprise in Discovery in order to get the actual scale of Discovery correct with the rest of the universe. Oh, fun. So it's 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 one of the single worst cases of scaling error in a sci-fi series at the moment. Discovery just yeah, destroys the, the scaling progression of Star Trek because it always goes. If you look at the scaling progression from Star Trek, it actually looks really smart because you go from the NX Enterprise, the first Enterprise, quote unquote, um, mm-hmm. through the original Enterprise Constitution class. Um, through Excelsior, Ambassador, Galaxy, each one getting progressively larger. And then you just have Discovery there, which is like this massive super dreadnought in a time when nobody had anything that large. Yeah. And then the Klingons have like ships that are even larger. It's just of course. Like, what are you doing? Um, that's not to say that think good things haven't come out of Discovery, particularly the stuff in the future with Discovery is, I believe, very good. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. The whole series should have taken place in the future. They should have. They should have not done it in this time period. 
and they should have funded these guys because they <laughs> clearly had a lot of passion for what they were yeah, doing. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why. I just don't know why people don't. <laughs> and in comparison to Discovery, it has the accurate scaling. It has mm-hmm. characters who show up in TOS and in Enterprise, which provides the connective tissue between those two shows. Um, it takes already established lore and expands upon it because there is still a four-year war. Yeah. In <laughs> that we know of, because it's it's talked about in TOS, but it's not the Discovery War. Because that doesn't last four years, it lasts one year. So if it was supposed to be the four years war, then it lasts one year. <laughs> you see what I mean with the, yeah. the issues Discovery yeah. created. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot more problematic than other shows. Like Picard is, Picard obviously being a show that Chris quite enjoys and I find somewhat okay, mm-hmm. um, doesn't create anywhere near the number of issues mm-hmm. that Discovery creates. And obviously stuff like Lower Decks doesn't even create any issues because technically if you really wanted to, you can call the whole thing highly stylized and change things around because it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit annoying that it's had to go like this and it's had to be completely redeveloped from the ground up. Cast members have less. Unfortunately, um, Richard Hatch, who played Apollo, and then they played Tom Zarek in Battlestar Galactica, is now dead, so can't play his role as Khan, which yeah. is really upsetting. And several of the people who were once integral to this project have now left. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the uh, characters that you see in that have new faces. But yeah. they are still forging forward with it, and that's what I think is the most beautiful thing about it. Their passion for this project was so great that not only did they continue to develop it, but they actually fought Paramount in court. Yeah. No, absolutely. Over this. Um, I mean, unfortunately, they were forced to settle, mm-hmm. um, which is why they're continuing tentatively to go forward with the project um, yeah. with the money that Paramount presumably gave them, or they presumably mm-hmm. gave Paramount. We don't know what, what how that ruling went. We just know sure. that... Uh, they settled out of court and ended up bowing to Paramount's rules in regards to fan films. Mm-hmm. But it is still really very sucky <laughs> that that happened. Mm-hmm. This project had the potential to revitalize the Star Trek fandom in an era when Enterprise, for all of its the good that Enterprise also did, mm-hmm. Enterprise kind of killed Star Trek for a while. Yeah. Um mostly because of a very poor first season, which Star Trek is historically known to have very poor first yeah. seasons. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, and unfortunately, Enterprise was probably the worst first season start, I think, out of them. Mm. Um, and it sort of... It killed it. And then it was kept oh, alive by fan projects, and those fan projects got progressively more f- sophisticated until you get Axanar coming out. And then as Axanar was getting in the position where it was starting filming, things were going mm-hmm. forward, they were doing storyboarding, they were doing a lot of the animation. Oh. And then, then Paramount was like, no, we don't want you doing that. Then the new movies came out, which sort of provided a reason. Then Discovery got announced in the background with its mm-hmm. development phase stretching back to around the time they cancelled Axanar and people started putting two and two together, which meant that Discovery already was fighting against a lot when it came out and discovery mm-hmm. then proceeded to have a worse first season <laughs> than, yeah than 
than Enterprise, and it looked really bad for a while. Thankfully, Paramount has sort of recovered. Uh, Picard yeah. is decent. Mm -hmm. uh, Discovery has found its footing in and the future. From all accounts, like office. basically all the animated shows are... And the animated shows are great. Are all great. They are, so... they are great. Um, even Prodigy, which I thought was going to be problematic, has actually turned out to be really good and a really nice um, yeah. continuation of Voyager, which is, despite what people say, my favourite Star Trek show. Yeah. <laughs> You've got yeah, to that's love definitely an Voyager. interesting... Um, yeah, definitely an interesting look. Um, it is always interesting for me to, you know, see more Star Trek stuff with you guys because hmm. I don't care, um, but I know you do, and it, it it's always interesting yeah. um, to see more. It would have it. it would have been yeah. great, but unfortunately, it doesn't. If it does come out with with its episodes, if it starts releasing episodes, we'll probably come back we'll, to it. We'll, we'll definitely do episodes. it. So it would definitely be interesting to see. And for I'll sure. probably rope Chris into that as well because I mean, it's... yeah, Chris is definitely getting onto Star Trek now. So, um, but. With that, we'll leave it there um, at a nice look at what could have been as opposed mm -hmm. to Discovery, although I would have rather just had both and just had Discovery stop hundreds of years sure. in the future, which is clearly where they wanted it to go. Indeed. But yeah, we'll leave this one here. Thank you for listening. Um, you can check this out yourself. It's on YouTube, I'm guessing. Yeah, um, oh. just type in Prelude to Axonaut or just Axonaut and look through their video catalog. Yeah. Um, see you in the next one. I'm still updating it. Very cool. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cabincast. For more episodes, go to www.cabincast.podbean.com or use the Podbean app. You can now also find us on iTunes and Pocket Casts under Cabincast and on YouTube. Finally, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com/cabincast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.